next week is Valentine's Day. So just so you, you know, put down your calendar. And we get to celebrate the love of our true love, right? We get to celebrate them. But maybe you're here today and you're thinking, well, how do I find true love? Well, what does true love really look like? Um, when I think of true love, I think of a strong relationship. Um, for me, my true love is my wife. Um, how she became my true love was through a growing, a strong relationship with one another. Uh, me and my wife, we started dating back in 2005. Um, it was the summer that was right after our first year in high school. See, I went to a trade school up in Wilmington um, when I went into high school after I left middle school. My wife, she stayed here at Elkton, uh, Elkton Christian. And um, in that summer of 2005, some of our friends from Elkton Christian who I grew up with since we were like in nursery, so they were like brothers to me. Um, a lot of my friends, um, they ended up going out to the mall and they wanted me to come join them. So they, gave, they called me up and said, hey man, we're gonna go meet up. You know, I wanna know if you want to come join me. And so we just finished up their first year of high school and I really didn't talk to him or I didn't see him hardly at all. So when they called me, I was, I was extremely excited. I'm like, dude, yeah, let's go. I'm, you know, I get to hear about how their year went. I get to hear you know, what's new. And so it was a good time. Well, after we met, we went to the mall me and my wife, we started talking back and forth. We started texting, talking online, calling each other on the phone. And so after a few weeks, we started to date. Then in the next year and a half, we learned more and more about one another. What kind of music we liked, um, you know, what kind of foods we liked. The only thing she liked was chicken nuggets and fries, so it was pretty simple. Um, wasn't too hard. What kind of hobbies we liked. Um, hers was babysitting. Um, things that we agreed on, we didn't agree on. And so as our relationship grew, so did our love for one another. Um, we, you know, we got engaged, and then shortly after we got married. And I decided that it was official. I loved her with all I had. Um, I just couldn't get enough of my wife. She was the first and the last thing I thought about each and every day. But I'm not here to talk about me and my wife. I wanted to share that with you because I want to talk to you today about my first true love. And I know some of you are probably like, oh man, Pastor Steve's going to be sleeping on the couch tonight. But listen, I'm not talking about another girl, okay? I love my wife. But I'm talking about my first true love. Who wants to have a strong relationship with each and every one of us here today? And that's, with, and that's God. See, God wants a strong relationship with all of us. Um, and so what I want to do is I want to give you three steps in growing a stronger relationship with God. Um, because God is our first true love. So how do we get a relationship with God? Well, we got to talk to him. And so we got to pray. we got to pray to God. Prayer is our way of simply just kind of communicating and talking. But prayer is not easy 
all the time, right? There's sometimes where prayer can be difficult. Um, I know when I was younger, I, were, I remember thinking to myself, um, we would go out to restaurants with our family, and I was always like, you know, why do we have to pray in the, in the middle of a restaurant? You know, people are going to be staring at me. What are they going to think? You know, does God really hear me? Um, and so I was kind of maybe like a little embarrassed, right? You ever get embarrassed sometimes, like praying out in public? Um, when I worked construction, um, I always was on the road, always traveling from one job to another. Um, we would grab fast food most of the time because we were trying to eat to get to the next job so we can get home for the day. And throughout the day, I would just kind of simply forget to thank God for the day. Just thank God for the new day he's given to us. Thank God for what he's given to us, the food that we ate. Um, and I just simply just kind of just slipped on through and forgot to, you know, even thank God. Um, and see, Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, that we are to pray without ceasing. We are to pray without ceasing. Ephesians 5.20 says, Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, God wants us to communicate. He wants us to constantly pray to him and talk with him, giving him thanks for everything. Uh, me and my wife, uh, we've been married for about 11 years. And every day... When I wake up and I come to, you know, come to work here, or if I'm out on the road visiting or whatever I'm doing that day, I enjoy hearing from her throughout the day. You guys enjoy hearing from someone throughout the day? Um, we send text messages, hey, good morning, have a good day, I love you. Um, maybe we call each other, hey, you know, what are you doing? How's everything going? The kids are all right? You know, just to kind of communicate. Well, the same goes with our relationship with God. See, he cares and he wants to hear about how our day's going. He wants us to co constantly communicate to him what we're thinking and what we're feeling. See, in Jeremiah 29, 12, then you will call on me and, I and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Have you ever prayed about something and wondered if God really heard you? You ever needed something to come, something to happen so badly, and you were asking God to, you know, help you in that moment, but it, maybe it didn't? And so you kind of wonder if God really heard your prayer, really, if God cared? But see, when we pray, God, he will listen to us. It says right there that God listens to us when we come to him, when we talk to him, when we pray to him, he listens to our need. He listens to what we have to say. Because prayer is how we communicate to God. But relationships, they won't just grow by communicating with each other. You need to talk. But we also need to take time getting to know the other person a little bit more. We need to take a little bit of time spending some time with him. Right? In this case, it's how do we get to know who God is? Well, we've got to spend some time with him. And how do we do that? We spend time in, our, in, in the Word, in, in the Bible. We spend time reading God's Word. <clears throat> so we need to take time reading His Word. 2 Timothy 3.16, it tells us that 
All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction, and in righteousness. It's not just a bunch of things that are just thrown together, right, and just, we're just reading a bedtime story. No, it's, it's an inspiration. It's given to us by God himself. See, it was given to us through the Holy Spirit, and God revealed who he is and what his plan is for us. He gave it to us through speaking through certain, certain believers, which were known as the prophets, who wrote down God's message so that we can know what God wants for us, so we can know who God is. See, the whole Bible is God's inspired word from beginning to end. Because it is trustworthy, we should read it and apply it to our lives. See, 1 John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And you know, if you look at the first book of the Bible, it tells us right off the bat that God is our creator. God created everything. He created the heavens and the earth. He created man, female. He created the animals, the water, the sky, everything. Everything is created by him. Psalms 1830, it talks about that. It lets us know that God is perfect. His way is perfect. He's perfect God. That he's a flawless God. And that if we come to him... He will shield us. He's our refuge. We can take refuge in him. It also talks about how in Psalms 116, it talks about how God is a gracious, righteous, and merciful God. Joshua 1.9, it says that God is always with us. I mean, that's awesome. It doesn't matter... What you're going through, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what's going on or where you haven't been. God's always with you. Always. First John 4, 8 says, Whosoever does not love does not know God. Because why? Because God is love. See, before I was saved... I thought true love looked exactly what I have today. A loving and beautiful wife that is always there for me through sickness and in health, through riches and for poor. When we got married, I thought that was what love was. But when I got saved, I found this, that love actually looks like this. Is Jesus on the cross. And so when I look at Jesus on the cross, I think, well, you know what? That's God putting me first. And so to be able to get a close relationship with God, we need to put him first. And so it starts with what Jesus tells us in Matthew 22, 37 and 38. 
It says that Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. You have to love God with everything you've got. But before you can put God first, you need to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. John 14, 6 tells us, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. See, God was thinking about us first. He loved us so much that he gave his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for my sins and for each and every one of yours. So that we can be set free from our sins. So that we can be renewed. So that we can be saved from death. And gives us a way to spend eternity with our Father in heaven. You see, I started my relationship with God, my true love, around second or third grade. That's when I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And let me tell you something, it was one of the greatest decisions I could ever make. And so as I grew older, as I grew up in school, so did my love for God. And my relationship with him grew. Until after high school, I started putting things before my relationship with God. See, God commands us in Exodus 20, verse 3, he says, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Well, you see, after high school, I got married. Right out of high school. And so immediately I started to place all my focus on work and trying to make a lot of money. Because trying to save up money meant I had to put a lot of hours in. I had to work a lot. So I started working six to seven days a week sometimes. And when I started doing that, I quit going to church as much as on a regular basis, as much as I should have. And so I started feeling stressed out all the time, started feeling like I could just never get ahead. And so my relationship with God started to kind of drift away. See, I was doing what I thought was best for me and my family. Go out and supply, make money, pay the bills, give them what they need. But on Friday, November 2nd, 2012, my mother passed away. And it was in that moment, it was then I realized and I was reminded that life isn't about money, it's not about objects, it's not, word, it's not really about popularity, right, how many likes you could get. None of that matters. What truly matters most is putting my relationship with God first. And so the greatest thing that I could ever do for my wife and my kids 
is help them grow a relationship with God too. Their true love, their first true love. See, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it tells us to trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. It's easy to get caught up into the work and think you know what's best for yourself, right? You see bills there piling up. Maybe you see kids or someone struggling in the family. Or you think what you need to do as far as your career, where you need to be at to succeed, to be able to get ahead. But none of that is, is as important as our relationship with God. See, we need to pray with God. We need to pray to God without ceasing. We need to read our Bibles daily. We need to put God first in our lives. And so if you're here, if you're not doing these things, then your relationship simply won't grow. And so let me ask you something this morning. How's your relationship with God this morning? How's your relationship with God last week? Did you pray with him without ceasing? Did you read his Bible throughout the week, daily? Did you put him first before some decisions that maybe you had to make this week? And so maybe you're here today and you said, well, you know, I've never asked Jesus Christ into your heart as, or accepted him as your personal savior. In just a second, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. But if you're here and you're saying, well, Pastor Steve, I have accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, and I want, then, you know, I want you to pray this. I want you to pray and ask God to help you with whatever area it is that you're struggling with. Is it praying regularly? Maybe it's reading God's word. Or maybe it's putting God first in your life, in your decisions, and what you should do. Whatever it is, pray and ask God to help you grow a stronger and relationship with him. Because he wants a relationship with each and every one of us here. He wants to hear from us daily. It's like sometimes you might think, well, why do I have to pray to him? Does he really hear me? Yes, he hears you. And yes, he does care about what you're thinking, what you're going through. Maybe you say, well, you know, I tried reading the Bible once, but I just, it just really, I really just couldn't, couldn't understand it. The Bible can be hard to understand sometimes, right? There's words in there I don't even know where to start to begin or how to pronounce them. But just whatever you're going through right now, whatever you've been going through, get into the Word and see what it says. See what God tells us to do in that situation. I tell my students, I said, look, I said, there's no right place to start. Just pick your Bible up, pick a book of the Bible, and just start with chapter 1. Read the first chapter, 
and then just think about it the next day of what you read. And we need to remember to put God first in everything that we do. And so with every head bowed and every eyes closed, if you're one of the ones here today and you say, you know what, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins, but I really don't ever remember asking him to be my personal savior. I'm going to say a prayer this morning. I just want you to repeat it to yourself between you and God. And I want you to take that leap of faith in starting your relationship with God by putting him first today. Start by asking God to forgive you of your sins and to come into your heart and save you today. And maybe you're here or maybe you say, you know, I know I've been saved, but maybe there's one of those areas that you're struggling with. Maybe you could pray a little bit more. Ask God to help you to remember to pray to him daily. Maybe it's read his word. As for me, you know, I wasn't real big on reading growing up, you know. But you know what, ask God to give you the courage to be able to get his word out and just, just get in and just start reading his word. Or maybe you're, you like to take things into your own hands. Maybe you think, you, you know, you try to do things yourself, but it never seems to work out. Well, maybe you need to ask God to help you to start putting him first. So I'm going to say this prayer, and if you want to ask Christ today as your personal Savior, I just want you to repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner. Lord, I want you to come into my heart today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. And I want to receive him as my Lord and Savior today. Come into my heart and save me, Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation and the everlasting life. And Lord, I choose to follow you. Help me to start my strong relationship with you. Amen.